Welcome to Sensory Play Space. For the next few minutes, I want to invite you to sink into presence with me. Allow my voice to edge you inward, to where your fantasies become reality. Let's play. Hello, lovers. Your host, Queen Jessica, here. And today we're going to talk about consent. So, in today's episode, I'm going to cover the definition, my personal perspective, how I practice with myself and others, and extend some recommendations and conversation starters. So for me, consent is the foundation to connection. It begins with communication, both verbally and nonverbal. And it really is an expansion of connection, exploration, explanation, and clarification. Consent, by definition, is permission for something to happen or an agreement to do something. To expand on the definition of consent, Planned Parenthood has outlined what sexual consent can and should look like. It is freely given, it's reversible, informed, enthusiastic, and specific. Freely given, meaning consenting is a choice you make without pressure, manipulation, or under the influence of drugs or alcohol. It's reversible. Anyone can change their mind about what they feel like doing anytime, even if you've done it before and even if you're both naked in bed. It is informed. You can only consent to something if you have the full story. It's enthusiastic. When it comes to sex, you should only do stuff you want to do, not the things that you feel you're expected to do. And it's specific. Saying yes to one thing, like going into the bedroom to make out, doesn't mean you have to say yes to others, like having sex. So as we, as I open up this conversation um, to share with you about consent, I really want to stress that true connection, deep connection, and intimate connections, as well as sexual connections, really should be founded on consensual conversations. Conversations that bring clarity, exploration, explanation, and opportunities for deeper connection to the forefront that allow complete body autonomy for each individual. And that in the spaces that we explore edges that we have clarity about what it is that is okay and not okay for ourselves and for the others that we are exploring play with. A great way to practice consent is in daily life, in casual conversations, in sharing information, stories, content, um, ideas, feedback, and even advice. 
As we practice and explore what it is to be in consensual connections in vanilla space or in the places that maybe are non-sexual, right? That gives us room to truly open up and feel more comfortable and more confident in exploring consensual conversations and connections in spaces where we are the most vulnerable, like sex. So a few ways that I practice self-consent are to really create space for me to check in with myself, to create slowness for me to really allow my body to open, my mind to wander, my heart to expand. And for my creativity to have the, to have the opportunity to feel safe enough to explore. I practice self-consent as often as I can in daily life. I do it often through casual conversations, by setting boundaries with the way that others are allowed access to my energy, to my thoughts, to my emotions, and especially to my body. I practice self-consent before I enter into solo play, making sure that I understand and I'm in alignment with my own body, with my mind, with how I am in presence, and with my intent for play. And the more that I do this with self-consent, the better I become and the easier it becomes for me to engage with others consensually, to guide others into consensual connections, and to invite them to explore what consent looks and feels like for them. For me personally, I don't engage intimately with people under the influence of drugs or alcohol because for me personally, It's most desired and most important for me to explore what it is to feel without the influence of anything other than my own body, mind, heart, and soul. At this point in my journey, I'm most curious about how I can activate feeling with the tools, the resources, and the creativity that I have on my own. And so I lean away from the influence of substances and I center external connections and relationships that allow me to truly lean into the edges that I desire most. When I'm connecting with others, I practice negotiation I start with non-physical connection, things like eye-gazing, creating space for pause, reflecting back to someone the things that they have said, sharing my interpretation of those and confirming that that is what they meant. And I give permission for things to shift and shape 
as we go along. Basics of kink and BDSM play are creating safe words, and I believe that these are basics that should be included in all types of connections. So creating ways for people to really explore their vulnerability and push their boundaries on their own terms, explore their edges and expand them at a pace that feels good for them, and to truly lead another into ways that they can help them. Connection with another is collaborative, and part of the collaboration is being able to both give and receive what you want and desire and meet another and their wants and desires as well. And this begins with conversation. So for some, it may feel like it's too much to have conversation, to take the time to negotiate. For some, it may feel like it takes away the edge of fantasy. But I hope that through sensory play space, we can explore what it is to be in fantasy, how we can create fantasies that are consensual with ourselves and invite others into consensual connection with us. And I hope that we can really expand what our pleasure and play can look like when we move from a space of consent, conversation, exploration, clarity, and time. So a few things that I might recommend that you can do is one, start with practicing completely on your own. Check in with yourself throughout the day. Confirm with yourself and affirm the choices that you are making. Take a pause, take a moment, take a breath to really feel into your gut, to drop into your body, and to move beyond the chatter of your mind. And as you do this, Listen to what comes up. Maybe it is a feeling physically, right? Maybe it is an emotion. Maybe it is a nervousness. Maybe it is an activation or an excitement. And as you take time to check in, to observe, to feel, move into and through your yeses and nos based on what you observe. Allow yourself permission and space to act out your truth rather than acting on the ways that you feel that you have to or you've been told that you need to. When you are connecting with a new person or even someone that you've been connecting with for a while. Try setting up space just a few minutes at a time to really check into where you are at in that moment that day. 
So a really simple, simple check-in that you can do that is also um, inviting a vulnerability and space is a head-heart-body check. So asking someone, how's your head-heart-body today? And then also sharing the information of, how is my own head-heart-body? This gives us a broader perspective of where someone is and where we're at that can set the pace of how we want to connect and explore intimacy and play. As you get to know someone, creating space for negotiations allows not only setting up a frame for creativity and creating a container that is consensual and collaborative, but it provides important information that allows the connection to be consensual even as you explore more edgy ways of play that may explore consensual non-consent that may center non-verbal connection and communication and that may explore edging someone or allowing yourself to be edged closer and deeper into things that maybe you haven't tried before. So a few examples of conversation starters that you can share with others are, what are your boundaries? What are your hard no's? What feels really exciting for you today? What feels like something you don't want to do today? Is there anything that's standing out that just really doesn't feel of interest for any reason? Are there places that you don't want to be touched? Are there places that you do want to be touched? Are there any words or actions that really activate or trigger you? Is there something that I should know about that I can and should avoid? What's your STI status? When was the last time that you were tested? What, what is your safe word? What are some other questions that you can explore as you're connecting with others and opening up for intimacy, pleasure, and play? I'd love for you to leave a comment in the Patreon, um, share it in the show notes, or send me a message. Let's keep the conversation going and be in practice in all the ways of consensual connection.